Good afternoon. You're listening to Sam Peck on Shouldn't You Be Working on Wandsworth Radio, one till three every Sunday. We have a absolutely jam-packed show this week. We've got an interview with comedian extraordinaire Paul Foot in the second hour, so that's around two o'clock, so stick around until then. Um, and we are going to be joined by my co-host from a secret location around London. Uh, Mark Ellings couldn't be in, in the studio today, so where he is is a secret and it will be revealed after the next song uh, he'll be joining us via the telephone uh, and just a quick one quick happy birthday shout out to one of our biggest supporters me and Mark Mark's obviously not here right now uh, she's been there with us since day one she's always been tweeting about us and she's very much a part of shouldn't you be working and everything we stand for and it's our very good friend Miley Cyrus it's her birthday on the 23rd of November so I think that was Friday she turned 26 happy birthday Miley so the next two songs go out to you girl uh, here it is this is We Can't Stop by Miley Cyrus it's our party we can do what we want it's our party we can say what we want it's our party we can love what we want we can kiss what we want we can screw what we want it's our party we can do what we want it's our party we can say what we want it's our party we can love what we want we can kiss what we want we can scream on no So, everyone, we are back. It's Sam Peck, and I have on the phone, it sounds like Mark Eddings is essentially like in a wind tunnel, but I have my co-host. Mark, is it me? Mark Eddings, can you hear me? I can hear you. It does sound... Live, live link. It's like I'm on a field report. I know, it's actually quite cool that we've done this. Well, I hope everyone can hear us, because I remember when... One other time we've done a call, I think your dad phoned in because you were having a panic attack about something and it was, the quality was so bad. I think the re- what happens, I think when it gets that low, the radio cuts out. Isn't that it? Yeah, I think so. And what I've done this time is I've absolutely blasted the volume on the call just so hopefully okay. people can actually hear you. We've now got Chet in the room. So the cats and dogs, the, the cats and dogs who are the main listeners of our show are now going to be wailing because of the volume. Because it's going to be like, what is that absolutely horrendous noise? But Mark, yeah. I set up the feature uh, beforehand um, <laughs> about that this is a secret location link. Um, yeah. Which location are you coming live from us today? Do you, want a cl- do you want clues or you want me to just go out with it? I'd like clues. Okay, so looking... Well, to say, um, to start with, having my headphones on walking around this park is brave. <laughs> okay, why? Because it's dangerous? Because <laughs> there's the element of danger. And <laughs> I'm walking along um, the street lights. I'm not even making this up. I don't know why they did this in this park. It's already dangerous enough. Street lights, street lights illuminate red um, instead of uh, normal, what is normal light? Yellow. And so that really gives um, a terrible atmosphere. Not gonna lie, mate. You are you in a wind tunnel? Like, are you driving in a convertible with the with the top down? Because it is so noisy. Say that lamppost gag again. The lamppost. Can you hear me better now? Yeah, I can actually hear you significantly better. Okay. Well, now uh, I mean, this is <laughs> whoever's watching this is gonna. If someone's walking up to me right now, they're gonna think. I'm going to have to get out of this park quick because I'm walking along like I'm praying now. <laughs> talking, <laughs> talking.
talking into my hands. Um, but the lampposts, yeah, so they illuminate red in this park instead of yellow. What? Um, the red lampposts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know why they ever decided to do that, because it makes it look like you're at a crime scene permanently. And then every single lamppost has a, um, a seagull the size of a velociraptor on top of it. So it does feel very um, ominous walking through. All right, so, so red, red lampposts, seagulls. Uh, I'm going to say, and in, and in Wandsworth or not? No, not in Wandsworth, but inside the M25. Well, that narrows it down to, a.k.a. the boroughs that we're not reaching. All right, is it, I'm going to give you a big get out of here. Is it really close to your house? It's close to my house and there's bin bags in the trees uh, like some like decorations. <laughs> so that okay. So essentially, Mark, do you not live in the best area? What? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> do you not live in the nicest area? I thought I thought you'd be living in like Kensington. Ah, uh, I wish, mate. You know, I, we've we've had this conversation in the past. I don't know what went wrong. <laughs> do, okay, so please reveal the secret location in which you are coming live from. I'm currently in a park that obviously everyone knows. It's uh, it's Achilles Park in uh, Newcross. Oh, yeah, trendy Newcross. So there it is. Mark's coming live to us from Achilles Park in <laughs> Newcross. And on that absolute screamer, we're going to go to a song. It's Run Up by Major Laser featuring Party Next Door, Lego. Mark will be back with you in three minutes and 20 seconds. Looking forward to it. You are back with Sam Peck and Mark Ellings. Uh, Mark, you are from a uh, another secret location, I believe. Yeah, I've managed to um, get myself nice and cosy in a, a new part of Newcross. Um, do you want more clues? I would like more clues, and I'd also like louder you close to the mic. Okay, so now, can you hear me again? Oh, I, I wasn't, I had my mic down then. I can, and it sounds like you nearly exploded the speakers, but keep doing that, because it's better than what it was earlier, where I was like, I can't even hear anyone like that, yeah. Okay, um, so I'm walking along now, and um, there's no sunlight, because the buildings around me are so... Uh, large and intimidating and uh, plastic is whipping in my face like some sort of dust devil so it's like I'm in a western but much more cold and British does that give you uh, any any clues? I think because I've been to your house is it near your house? it's near again like Achilles Park it's quite near my house is it is it literally the street next to it? it's Achilles Street uh, <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, you're right. You're getting mugged. Can you hear that? Yeah. Oh no. Again? No. I, my time is going off. <laughs> That's good. Does that mean you have to leave? Quality radio. No, I'm going to walk back. Well, I'm going to walk back to my house. But what were we talk? What do, what do we want? Oh yeah. So walking around here has brought back memories of yesterday, which can be a little teaser for what's going to come up for the rest of the show well kind of uh we do have an interview coming oh, up that's the point we had yeah walking around here <laughs> on on uh, on feet 
has made me think about what's coming up for the rest of the show. Sam, does that help? Marginally. We have an interview, don't we? We have an interview with Paul Foote, who's like an actual person. Paul the human foot foot. <laughs> I don't think he'd like to be called Paul the human foot foot. But maybe that's why he called him that. But yeah, essentially we've got that interview coming up later in the day. But we were doing some interviewing ourselves yesterday, weren't we, Mark? Which we will be broadcasting next, not next weekend, the weekend after on the December 8th. But essentially I told you about Vox Pops, right? Yeah, which I was confused by the idea of. And so I don't like using the word, but Vox Pops are, what are they? Like little sound bites. So you go and speak to the general public and ask them a question. And I said this to Mark, I was like, why don't we do something where we just ask nice questions to the people of Wandsworth, like, what are you doing on your phone? And then Mark said that was boring. <laughs> yeah, I know, I don't, I mean, I, well, the, I had a few conditions. I said, yeah, I'll turn up to what turned out to be the coldest morning of the year, but I'm not going to ask people what they're doing on their phones. I mean, you'll hear that later when we actually cut up the edit, but I thought if we're going around um, like completely wrapped up asking people what they're doing on their phones, I think we're going to get the police calls on us. It is true. Oh, Miller, you did say as well that it would look like we're about to mug them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we'll get escorted out of um, the location that we were in. So we've changed the concept. Are you going to leak the concept or are you letting the concept stay? Well, I put it on Instagram because, again, Mark likes to keep things professional. So at 10 o'clock this morning, he called me and said, Sam, you're going to have to not do the ghost thing because, oh, I did just say it as well. We, what is it, Mark? Just say the concept. Um, well, the concept is uh, trying to get people to believe in the idea that there's ghost dogs haunting Batsy Park. And we were pretty successful, I think. I think, yeah. I mean, whether people were humouring us, whether they think we had some sort of uh, disorder that they just wanted to, you know, keep us sweet so they could get away as quick as possible, I don't know. But we got some good answers. And that's going to be on December 8th or 9th. There'll be some social media around it's that. Gotta be, it's got to be the 9th, because the 8th is Saturday. Oh, yeah, so it's the 9th. It'll be the 9th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lie, so, dates, dates aren't my, my go-to. No. Well, it's going to be good. It's just that we've got a... The reason why I said not to do it today is because there's so many naughty, distasteful words in there. Yeah, it's because people are like, what the... Beep. question mark? Yeah. What the bleep? Get out of my beeping face. <laughs> why would you beep, 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 beep? Yeah. That, yeah. Is, that is strange. Um, but another feature that, that Mark shot down was Drake Taxi, where essentially I got into taxis and asked people about Drake. The reason... But the reason why I shot that down is, I mean, you're not even allowed to say why I shot that down on the radio. That's why it was... <laughs> yeah. Because the whole idea of Drake Taxi is a pun on a, on a famous program that's <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> and, and, um, and so I was like, you know, you can't even explain the concept, so why even go further with that feature? Uh, well, yeah, I know, I know. But on that note, we're going to go to a cheeky bit of Drake with one dance. And Mark, I think you are now going on a train, right? Yeah, you're going to let me go off to do my international business. Yeah, but we might be calling you later when you're at Paddington. That would be helpful. Not going to lie. Right. <laughs> right. Right. I'll see how far I am. Just well, text me, all right? All right, will do. Cheers, Mark. Thank you for joining us. All right, see ya. See ya. All right, that was uh, Mark Ellings, my co-host, who's uh, 
who's now essentially on on his way to Geneva or wherever, but to do some international biz with. As I said, we were going to have Drake, so here it is, One Dance. Enjoy. So that was Black Eyed Peas, Don't Funk With My Heart, Funk spelled P-H, because it's cool. Uh, you're listening to Sam Peck on Wandsworth Radio. We just had Mark Ellings, my co-host, brought to us by, not Nike or by any sponsored goods. Essentially, he was at some secret locations. Um, he will join us later, but later in the show as well, we've got an interview with Paul Foot. We've got Hashtag It, which essentially is where, can you guess which post has uh which hashtag has the most posts associated with it i put it on my instagram at sam lee peck so you can play along but you guys at home you can get in touch via twitter as well at wandsworth radio which of these two hashtags has the most posts on instagram is it chilly or freezing chilly or freezing which po- uh, which hashtag has the most amount of posts on instagram and we'll reveal that later in the show but first of all we have to go to some adverts and then some funky disco beats here goes that was sean mendez with there's nothing holding me back you know what he's a very handsome man and pretty talented and he's just come out of nowhere as well super gel wish i was sean mendez uh, but essentially you're listening to shouldn't you be working on wandsworth radio one till 3 p.m every sunday uh, we had mark ellings on the phone earlier my co-host he's now going to another secret location somewhere in london and he, we will be back with him later in the show we have an interview with paul foot the comedy legend later again about two o'clock around about then but we are in the midst of hashtagger. Hashtagger is the feature where essentially we come up with two hashtags. You guys at home have to guess which hashtag has the most amount of posts associated with it. You can vote online at Sam Lee Peck on Instagram or you can get in touch on Twitter at Wandsworth Radio as well. We've had a few uh, guesses already. A few people have got it right, a few people haven't got it right. We will tell you the result after this. Uh, the top prize will be a, a £10 Amazon gift voucher. Not going to lie, that is actually the gift. Uh, so if you want to play along and you want a chance to win a £10 Amazon gift voucher, get in touch at Wandsworth Radio and the way you win is to, to guess which of these two hashtags have the most amount of posts associated with it? Is it A, chilly, or is it B, freezing? So again, which hashtag has the most amount of posts associated with it on Instagram? Is it A, hashtag chilly, or B, hashtag freezing? Just say freezing or chilly. Anyway, we go to our next song, which is Say My Name by David Guetta. Oh yeah, French house, I can't wait. You've been dressing up the truth. We continue with our competition, Hashtag It. This is the game where we put forward two hashtags and you, the listeners at home, have to guess which hashtag has the most amount of posts attached to it on Instagram. We are getting quite a few uh, coming in at the moment, quite a few on Twitter and both on Instagram. Um, The answer will be revealed after the next two songs. 
Um, we have an interview with Paul Foot, comedy legend. He's been on Nevermind Buzzcocks. He's been on Eight or Ten Cats. He's been in all, all of it. He's been quite well known in Australia as well, as we will find out in the interview later. But we have him at 2 p.m. or around about 2 p.m. Um, and that'll be an interview with me and him uh, coming up. So stick around for that. You're listening to Sam Peck on Shouldn't Be Working. And hopefully we will have a chance to announce the... Uh, new competition around the pantomime coming up as well uh, in December. So stick around for all this. And just to recap that again, hashtag it. Which hashtag has the most amounts of posts associated with it on Instagram? Is it chilly or freezing? Get in touch at Wandsworth Radio on Twitter or at Sam Lee Peck on Instagram. B, we've got the interview with Paul Foot coming up, which is going to be amazing. And then C, a new competition around Wandsworth's Oneworth Radio's own pantomime which should be an absolute treat but we go now to two more songs so essentially you've got five minutes to get your answer in for the hashtag competition this is Christina Millian featuring Young G it's Say I and this is an amazing song And you're back into the second hour of Shouldn't You Be Working With Me, Sam Peck, on Wandsworth Radio 1 till 3 every Sunday. Um, we've been discussing or playing the feature hashtag, which is now coming to an end just before our interview with Paul Foote, the comedian extraordinaire. So essentially, let's kick off with the concept again, just if you have joined us now. Hashtag is where we provide you two hashtags. In this case, chilly and freezing. What we want to know is which hashtag has the most amount of posts associated with it on Instagram. So we've put the poll out on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Twitter at Wandsworth Radio and Instagram at Sam Lee Peck. And the results are in. Well, the last time we checked, there have been some more votes. So essentially, sorry, you voted too late. Um, so I'm going to read out the people who got it wrong. First of all, unfortunately, guys. So, and this is just a few of them. Uh, Max Bruckner, you got it wrong. David Machin, you got it wrong. Zoe Cousins, you got it wrong. Lewis Hopkins, you got it wrong. The people who got it right are Ruth Bailey, you got it right. Lewis Fawcett, you got it right. Paddy James, you got it right. Lucy Burgess, you got it right. Jack Barrett, you got it right. And someone called Semon Rack got it right, as well as Elisa M also got it right. On Twitter, we have Tooting Daily, they got it right. Uh, the North Coat got it right. So a few people got it right. Over 71% of the people who voted got it right. 29% got it wrong. So essentially, without further ado, the hashtag that had the most amount of posts associated with it on Instagram was drumroll. Freezing with 4.2 million posts. That's an absolute mental amount. But 4.2 million people have posted uh, uh, have posted a picture with the hashtag freezing attached to it. We're going to go to a song into the groove. One of you guys who voted will be randomly selected and will receive a £10 Amazon gift voucher. So look out on your DMs or on Twitter for that. 
Um, essentially, we now go to Into the Groove and stick about, because after Into the Groove, so about four minutes time, we go to our interview with comedy legend Paul Foote. Here it is, Madonna. So that was Madonna with Get Into The Groove. What a banger. She is a legend. And I think she's definitely not going to be playing Glastonbury this year, which is an absolute kick in the shins, everyone. Thinking that I was going to go smart. How dare you? But essentially, we now go to our interview that I've been pretty much plugging the entire show. Uh, It's with Paul Foote, comedy legend. He is someone you definitely recognize in the street. Maybe uh, it's his interesting hairstyle or it's his shiny silver suits that he wears quite often. Um, But just as a a prelude, and I'm breaking the fourth wall, I was going to try and pretend that I had him in the studio, but I did this about two weeks ago at a pub in Hackney. And I don't know if you can guess, but try and listen out for it. When the music in the background of the pub gets turned up to 10, essentially, it's just like a nice interview and then... And it's like, ah, cheers, guys, really ruining that for us. But here is the interview, and I'm pretty certain I'm going to intro it again, but here it is. As I've been talking about all show, we've got the fabulous Paul Foot, comedian, stand-up, dresser extraordinaire on the show with me. So, Paul, you've been on Nevermind the Buzzcocks, 8 Out of 10 Cats, and Would I Lie to You. They are household comedy shows. When you first started out, did you think you were going to make it on the television? Uh, first, may I say hello? You so- may say hello. <laughs> Second... Uh, I don't. When I started, I just went round pubs, doing the comedy in pubs. I didn't really have any preconceived ideas. I thought, but uh, I did. Um, I suppose when I first started, I used to think that television was the be all and end all. I remember when I was at uh, university because I started at university, and um, I didn't quite understand how television worked. And um, so I was at, this was in the days before mobile phones. So I was at the university, and then one of the other students said to me, Oh, um, there's a phone call for you, like in the lodge thing. Uh, there's a phone call for you from the BBC. And I, like, you know, all naively, aged 20 years old, rushed down, you know, to this. And of course, it was just the hoax. And then oh. they all laughed at me, and I rushed back, like, I was almost like throwing up because I was running so much to get a phone call. Oh my god, I'm going to be on the BBC! I was so excited. That is brutal, but kind of funny as well in a really cruel way. Yeah, really hilarious. Did you find it funny at the time at all? Yeah, I did. did You did? But like since then, you can kind of laugh at them because ultimately you've been on quite a few shows. Um, And if you've just joined us right now, we're doing the interview from a like a jazzy pub in Hackney Wick. Yes, it's very trendy. We're in Hackney. It's trendy with trendy music that might be a bit loud, but we're going to see how it goes. Um, so you're on Buzzcocks, which ultimately is pretty much the zenith of any TV comedy show, in my opinion. Yeah, it's a shame it's, uh, got, they got rid of it. Oh, I liked that show. I loved it. How, how did it feel going on it? How did it feel getting the call this time that wasn't fake? Well, it's not. It's the, the thing about that show is that, unlike a lot of other shows on TV... It was all genuinely just made up. Everyone just improvised it. It was a real fun sort of atmosphere. Uh, there was a sort of writing meeting before when they 
which explain a few things. And there were actually writers who got paid for writing on it, but they, they didn't really write anything. That sounds like a pretty dreamy job, to be fair. Yeah, it was but real fun. For the people who maybe didn't see the, the Buzzcocks episodes, uh, you weren't particularly great at the Guess the Intro round. Uh, oh, well, I was funny at it. You were very funny, but you yeah. weren't very good at actually guessing but the song. I was funny. You were very funny, yeah. yeah. But when I went on the... I remember the first time I went on Buzzcocks, I remember beforehand talking to my manager at the BBC TV studio and saying, well, why am I doing this? I don't know anything about all this music. And he said, well, you're going to be funny, Paul. Well, I said, I hope I can be funny, even though I know nothing about it at all. <laughs> and I was funny. And also, it was quite interesting because... I'd, I had never seen the show, but I've still never watched it. I've never seen any episode of it, including any episode I've been on. I've never seen it. What? The only times I've seen it have been in the studio filming it. Anyway, so I had no pre- preconceived ideas. So beforehand, I was talking to the writing people, and they said, oh, uh, blah, blah, you know, you all know all this already. And I said, I don't, because I've never seen it. And they said... Yes, we had someone who hadn't seen it before. It was a disaster. You should have watched it before. But I kind of my instinct was don't watch it because I come at it from a fresh thing, and it was a success. Nice. To so, be fair, it did come across very well. You uh, you've got a YouTube video with best bits of yes. you on it, which I think is very much a salute to your comedy. Yes, and because I didn't have any preconceived ideas, I would just do things like go up to the to the um line up and just look at them all which yeah. apparently no one had done before we weren't supposed to get up and start looking at them and if you don't mind us there Paul we're just going to have to stop you for a second and we're going to have a quick song so this is Sid together and we're then going to jump straight back to the interview with Paul aren't we Paul even though we've already told everyone that we're actually not in the Wandsworth Radio but we're actually at the pub but anyway we're going to go to together by CID and this is a tune enjoy Thanks for letting us do that quick song, Paul. Now. And you uh, certainly have your own style. Like right now, you're sat with beads around your neck. And yes, you, my, uh, my lay. Your lay, it looks my great. My Hawaiian lay. Um, you've been described as a rare and exotic bird. How yes. do you feel about that? It's, uh, yeah, it's not us sort of from the Daily Express or something from years ago. Oh, yeah. It's a nice review. It's a great review. Yeah, it's funny. But you have your own style. You've got black T-shirt. Your own, you've got your own style. I've got my own slight style. It's jeans, in. black t-shirt, black jeans. Dot Martins, original. Yeah. Yeah, but do you like being perceived as a rare and exotic bird? Yeah, it's nice. It is pretty cool, isn't it? And did you always start out as like a slightly out there comedian, or did your act progress through time? I always started just like that, but I never aimed to. I should point out, I just, when I started, well, I'd never really seen much comedy, so I had no idea about the genre. So when I did my first gig, I didn't even understand you're supposed to prepare jokes or anything. So I just went on and just said, oh, um, can anyone name a fruit? And then people would say fruits, and I would just make up stuff about the fruits. That so anyway, yeah. That's immensely impressive, because I, 
little shout out to myself I did some stand up the other day and I prepared the jokes and they were still absolutely useless yeah I heard that from someone yeah from you actually. from me yeah, yeah on the old WhatsApp so I just sort of made it up and then I so when I started I just did the kind of comedy that was obvious to me to do and then everyone said oh it's terribly original and different and all that but I never aimed to do those things I just was so I think from the start I was always unusual yeah and uh, do you feel like a song do I feel like a song? Well, I feel Shall like we have sing a, song? a song? No, not sing a song. Shall we have a song? Oh, I see. Yes, yes. Oh, well, when you said, do I feel like a song, I thought you meant, do I feel like how a song would feel? Do I feel like a song? And then I thought, do, do you mean I feel I think, I think we'll be here all day. So we're now going to go to, what song would you like? Could it be, I don't know, but could it be something that, along the lines of this? All right, give me a minute. I'll, uh, I'll find that. All right, I hope this works. Let's go to the song. I think I'm doing a pretty good job here, Sam, in the past. This is the song that goes a bit like... Uh -huh. Well, I bless my soul, but what's wrong with me? I'm itching like a man on a fuzzy tree. My friends say I'm acting wild as a bug. I'm in love. I'm all shook up, ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is our song. Well, from the jingle, you just heard Wandsworth Radio, but you joined with Sam Peck and... Uh, Paul Foot, Com like comedian extraordinaire. He's got his lay around his neck. Um, but we continue with the interview. Yeah. Uh, you left Oxford and joined a software company. How did you conceal your glorious oddity oh, with well, your colleagues? It wasn't quite like that. It was very much the opposite because I applied for this job. They were a recruitment agency and they wanted to place me in a job because I had a maths degree. But then. I, they had a job themselves for admin so I said I want to do the admin job and I said I'm very interested in admin I'd, I'd love to do it I, I'm fascinated by admin and I could see my boss to be his eyes glazing over he's become a good friend of mine since then oh, is it? his eyes were glazing over then I said look I'm not really interested in admin or your job obviously <laughs> but I want to be a comedian and I need some money briefly I need to have a job you know and his eyes lit up A because He's rather eccentric like me, and he liked that. And B, I was speaking from the heart. Anyway, then I applied to some other jobs, and after about three months, he rang me and said, have you found another job? And I said, no, and he said, oh, we'll have to employ you then. Oh. And I worked there for a year and a half. But he said I was unemployable because I didn't like taking instructions, and I didn't like going to work. But I did work there for a year and a half, and then eventually, in 1997, I retired from the world of work. And he gave me a walking stick as a retirement gift. And we've become friends since then. Oh, and also, I was, I, um, I wasn't, I didn't resign. I was sacked for drilling a hole through a door, doing unauthorised repairs to the, to the uh, uh, office. But Did, we've become friends. So you heard it here, essentially. In, when next job interview you have... Just be honest and say you don't want the job, yes. and they actually give you the job. Yes, and whenever I go and visit him at the office, he always introduces me to all his new staff and says, this is Paul, the only 
employee who's ever been sacked. Nice. So you were drilling the hole and you just got caught? Well, or was it a post a post-mortem of the door or, or it was, what happened? What it was is I was supposed to, I, I was doing, we'd moved into a new office and I was doing some DIY, but I didn't tell him I'd never done DIY before and that was a mistake. And I went to buy a drill and it was a hammer drill, but anyway, the idea is you go a little bit through the front door to get into the hollow bit and then you put a wall plug in. What I didn't realise, it wasn't a hollow, it was a solid door and I drilled right through it. Nice. So then I, uh, well, I resigned. You resigned. I, I jumped before I was pushed. Exactly. You know, you did a bit of a Chris Evans, because that's, yeah. that's right. You know, he found the notebook with, like, notes saying he was going to get fired. Obviously, slightly different scales. Yours and Abby's yeah. job. I hope you don't mind, but we just cut you off there, Paul, for a bit of music, because this is a great song by Kasabian. And then we're going to go for a quick, quick bit of advertising, and then we're going to have... So, essentially, a quick song, then we're going to jump back to the interview with Paul Foot after the song and some adverts. Here it is. This is LSF Kasabian. The Mark Ronson remix. And if you tune into the morning shows on Wandsworth Radio, you get a chance to win tickets to the Wandsworth Pantomime as well. But we are halfway through our interview with comedian Paul Foot. Let's continue. So, Paul. So, when you were doing it, how many gigs were you doing a night when you were like working oh, as an actor? Maybe admin, four or five. As many as yeah, that? So it was tiring, yes. And were you not nervous before going on? Oh, ever so nervous. When I did my first ever show, I was so nervous at university that I almost had a heart attack before I went on. I felt I was, my whole heart was going to stop. And then I suffered very badly from stage nerves for the first 12 years. In fact, and I had unusual stage nerves because most acts maybe might be a bit nervous before they went go on and then you, you relax once you get your first laugh. I used to go on get my first laugh and they get more and more nervous until I couldn't speak anymore but anyway after 12 years I was in America and I did a show with 15 million people watching on TV and that cured me of my nerves I've never been nervous since so now I have no nerves at all now I can eat a full meal before going on no not a trace of nerves what was the 15 million people show it was called Last Comic Standing wow it was a a sort of like um uh Pop Idol, whatever it's called, X Factor, but for comedians, but for professional comedians. Who were you up against? I was up against Jim Tavare from the UK, yeah, and some other people in American people, people may not have heard of Jeff Dye, Eliza Schlesinger, who was the winner, nice. and some other people. To be fair, you've won, you've won a few awards, and you've been nominated for a few awards at the um, the Melbourne. Yes. Comedy. Was it the, was it the Barry? Is uh, the it? Barry Award, and also uh, I was nominated for that night twice, and I was I won the Sydney International Comedy Act of the Year, and they gave me a beautiful um, like a uh, plaque thing, you know, like a thing made of perspex, really nice thing, as a, 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 a you know as a and where does it live now? Middle. Well, and it lives in my house, but when I got it, I had to pay $28 customs charge to receive it. What? So I had to pay to receive the award. That's not ideal. I think we're going to go for a quick song now, so stick around. We're going to talk about your tour coming up next. Oh, yes, yes. So All right. here is Oasis with Wonderwall.
maybe not actually. Let's change that song to I don't know. Here is one of my favourite songs. <laughs> what is it? It's a song about a plan. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just choose a song. And the song we chose was Feel Good Inc. by the Gorillas. What a banger. Enjoy. Wandsworth Radio, bloody love Wandsworth Radio. It's Sam Peck and Paul Foot, again the comedy genius. Um, so you currently are on tour with Image, uh, Image Conscious, yes, yes. Uh, boasting an impressive twenty shows over the next few months. Yes, well I have done about, uh, I think I've done about sixty-two, and I'll have another maybe a hundred and twelve to go until I finish the tour. So what? I've got that all wrong. You've got how many? So, well, you haven't got it wrong, but yes, there are more in the pipeline that uh, you can't see in the website. Because I'm just going off your fantastic website. Yeah, yes, it's a good website. I designed it, uh, invented it about seven years ago, when I thought that websites were the future. But then that's when everyone moved into social media. But it's still nice to have a good, nice website. I think it shows you're official if you've got a website. You know, like yes. everyone can put up an Instagram. Um, but how would you describe the show? Oh, well, um, there's <laughs> a lot of very silly, it's very silly, silly, there's a lot of talk about organising a suburban orgy, focusing on the administrative aspects, which is really what marks the good suburban orgy from the poor one, of course. and there's also talk of the royals, and there's also talk of the plight of the shop-shell crab. So just normal, run-of-the-mill stuff. Yeah, then. stuff like that. You are odd. Um, oh, thanks, Sam. In the nicest way. Charming and odd. Yeah. Um, but one Instagram post you did, which I did show a few of my mates because I thought it was very funny, is just you eating a TV dinner uh, behind stage uh, before you went on. How is life on the road? How are you finding it? Uh, well, it's quite nice, really. I do have the TV dinners. <laughs> Parts of it are not as glamorous as people think, you know, you're in the backstage dressing rooms and they, they do say, the old adage, the better the theatre, the worse the dressing room. Uh, but there are glamorous aspects. For example, um, when we finish the show, then um, my tour manager will drive me to the next place or drive me home uh, whilst I sit in the passenger seat drinking Baileys directly from the bottle. Why not? Bloody bougie. Yeah. And not just any old Baileys, but the special chocolate orange truffle flavour, or the chocolate luxe chocolate flavour, or the spiced pumpkin flavour. I'm very into Baileys and all the different flavours. Nice. I can't get enough of it. You sound like you love it, to be fair. I've never heard of the spiced pumpkin one. Yeah, I I love all the different flavours. At the moment, for example, I'm drinking stout, but it's a chocolate stout. I like the flavour of the chocolate with the stout. So really, you like it? You're a bit of a child that likes chocolate booze and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And I can get on board with that 100. Yeah. And um, what else is on you? Is that your rider just flavoured yeah, yeah. Baileys? And yet during the day, a porn star martini Ooh. is my lunchtime go-to. 
And a nice go-to drink there, Paul. Uh, what we might have to do, just to, not to cut you off there, is we're going to have to have a quick song. And I'm thinking a little bit of Nirvana. Smells like teen spirit. This is a tune. I hope everyone's having a fantastic Sunday and enjoying the interview with the ever-charming Paul Foot. Here it goes. It's Nirvana. Smells like teen spirit. You listen to Wandsworth Radio. It's Sam Peck. That is probably the greatest song that's ever been made. I was—I just turned the volume up in the Wandsworth Radio Studio to as high as physically possible, and I'm not gonna lie—I was just having the time of my life. I'm on my own, Mark Ellings, my co-host, not even here. I don't care about you, Mark. You're not here. But anyway, we are continuing with our interview with Paul Foot. The comedian and legend. So here it is. What are you about to say, Paul? One five-star review that I read. Yeah. Um, it'd be easy to dismiss Paul Foot as a ranting, rambling madman when his comedy craft is of the highest order. And I expect that every minute of the new show has been meticulously written and refined. Got that wrong just at the end. <laughs> How much of your show is written? Is it all? Is there well, any improv? One wouldn't want to give too many secrets away, but yes, there is more work than there appears, more planning maybe than there appears. But of course, my job is, uh, well, the job of all comedians really is to recreate the same things over and over again and to make it fresh. But the job of all comedians is also to improvise, and and so I do whole shows. I do secret shows to my people and my uh, guild of connoisseurs. Yeah. Uh, club and um, I do secret shows that are about two and a half hours with me just making it all up all the way through so I'm quite capable of improvising but I'm also capable of recreating the same moment over and over again Uh, how much is one and how much is the other I will not reveal although people that's secret stuff people can find out quite easily by going to a second show sometimes I do have people who come to the show again and they say Oh, I can see now how it's done. There's a, a small pattern emerging. Yes. Um, and for us Londoners, yes. where can we see you next? In Finchley on the 1st of December. And then also in Leicester Square Theatre on uh, the February. And also in Shoreditch on the 15th of December. Uh, but that's not my... Solo show. That's an appearance. Oh, is that in an appearance? Night. That's uh, an appearance at the end of the night, like a twenty-five minute headline set, yeah. which is also worth seeing. But if people want to see the full show, then Finchley in the Art Depot Theatre on the first of December is the go-to, or in February in the Leicester Square Theatre another go-to. Too many. Well, plenty of opportunities to see you just want to say you've been an absolute dream guest oh thanks Sam um, probably helped that we've had one or two lagers well one um, one we've actually you're, you're sort of exaggerating well. making it sound more glamorous and exciting than it is don't, we've only had half a glass so far don't humiliate me in front of everyone Paul no but thank you so much for having us uh, for having us thank you so much for joining Wandsworth Radio again yeah, yes um, you've got to come back on the show again sometime I will 
Perfect. Maybe next time I'll come in with you and go in the booth with you with the headphones. That would be nice. Oh yeah. Let's go to a song. Thanks, Paul. Paul, long lie legend, but here is the song. So Oasis, live forever. So that was Oasis with Live Forever. And apparently there's another song attached to it. Oh yeah, so slick as per usual. Um, We were going to be joined by my co-host Mark Ellings with another secret location. But I believe he just is actually going through security right now. Oh, here we go. Let's see if we can get him in live right now. Hello? Mark? Alright, cool. I'm pulling him in right now. Look how live this is, guys. Hello, Mark? Hello, can you hear me? Can you hear me? I think I can hear you. You are live on Wandsworth Radio. Good to be here again. Well, as you tried to connect me earlier in a more professional, well-timed way, was when I put my phone into the x-ray of the secret location I'm at right now. And to be fair as well, like with the secret location stuff, I feel like you don't want to be seen to be having a phone call whilst going through security. Apparently, well, more hints about the secret location, but I think... I. I don't think you're allowed to be on the phone during, uh, secu- during security checks in case you're uh, leaking secret information. So, just quickly, because we've actually only got a minute left, where are you? I'm in Heathrow Terminal 2, from New Cross to Heathrow, in one foul swoop. Not going to lie, mate, you live an incredibly exciting life. <laughs> it doesn't get more exciting than waiting in a terminal. Who won? Did you, how did you get that Amazon voucher? Who is that you providing that, or is that Wandsworth Radio? Wandsworth Radio is why? Who told you about that? I listened to the radio, and it. I mean, I was listening to you for two minutes, and it wasn't actually terrible. I mean, of course, I flipped over to uh, Radio X after thirty seconds. Bro, you don't say that. You said that you were going to. Um, yeah, you were talking about like how you wanted to have George Mendez's face or something. Yeah, hundred percent. Sean Mendez, not George Mendez. Well, yeah, whoever it was. But, yeah, so what? We're, we're handing out the cash now. Who, who won that? Uh, I will slide into their DMs later to let them know who the prize winner was. Classic. Was it one of your friends, though? Is this a scam you've got going on? You know what? There was actually enough people for it to, uh, to not be a friend. And I might choose... I'm literally going to do it at random. I'm going to do it at random. What, just quickly, Mark, what are, you gonna, what are you doing now? What are you going to do to kill the time? Uh, well, I've been looking at my eating options, and I think that Leon's the only uh, place I can be. So it's going to be that, and then read a book about World War Two. Crikey, you do know how to live. Heathrow, New Cross, World War Two, and Leon. Um, I think we this is all the time we've got right now, Mark, and we're going to have to go to a song. So thanks for coming up to us from three secret locations today, mate. Three secret locations, ten miles from each other. Bleeding hell. All right, thank you for listening, guys. We've been Shouldn't You Be Working with Sam Peck and Mark Helling. Have a good weekend and this is song two, Blur. Oh.
Woo!